It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In the hood. He says go live and can't find the fucking clip. Diggs. G-I-G-G-S. No. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me, but in my mind I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. We are live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter, as always. And, of course, Ace Podcast Nation doing all sorts of shows and series, four or five shows a week at the moment, banging them out. Check them out in video form, youtube.com slash Ace Podcast Nation, of course. And if you prefer your podcast in audio form, then check out the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first all dedicated sports podcast network. You can find all our shows and series there under various subjects, including Rodri Giggs on football. Um, as you know, we're supporting the Super Six Charity Prediction League this year. We're raising money for Maggie Center and Mind. Um, we're all taking part. Uh, Super Six update for this week. We had two rounds since we last uh, did a show. 
Andy Campbell topped the rounds with 12 points. But last night, uh, that was Saturday's round, sorry. Last night, our very own Craig Sullivan smashed it out of the park, topped the round on 17 points. Uh, special mention to Donna Perry, regular viewer. She's not been having the best season prediction-wise, but she managed to get in the top 10 last night, which has uh, got to be worthy of a shout-out, no? Um, and with only nine points between us, it looks like mine and Rodri's battle is going to the final few games of the season. Uh, it's getting close. Rodri was celebrating early last night and then uh, a couple of late goals and it didn't look so good. Next round, Saturday, three o'clock. Get your predictions in. And on late we go. Goals help me. Late goals help me out. That new, uh, Chelsea, 2-1. Right. Yeah, I see. I think uh, at one point, I only had two points with about 10 minutes to go, mate. But... Um, Spawned it again. Yeah, luck runs out. Luck, luck runs out, though. Mate, so. it's not luck. It's skill. That's what I said to you. With like 10 minutes to go, it's loads of time left. Beautiful. Beautifully done. Quality stuff. Um, but as always, I'm joined by ex-Salford City winger, Mr. Rodriguez. How are you, my friend? All good, mate. You? Good stuff. Yeah, I'm good. very good, mate. Very good. I'm very happy hey, What's the, what's the weather been like down there this week? Cold. Been dry, though. Been pretty dry. Right. Well, I know Monday pissed down like proper oh, okay. hammer down. Why is this not going up again? Sweet. Why well, you were going to come down with you? I was going to, yeah, but yeah, I've got Cheltenham tomorrow. Ah, uh, nice, nice, nice. Cheltenham went well for me today. As, it, as yeah. it goes, yeah. Envoy love fourteen to Sweet. one, isn't it? Nice. Sweet. That's what you need, mate. Um. We've got so much to talk about, mate. Um, as always, guys, you're watching uh, on all the different platforms. Get your questions in. Have your say on um, on what's going down. There is so much to talk about. But I want to start with international football, I think, this week. Because uh, we got the World Cup playoffs right around the corner. Days away. Um, so I want to give a little... little. Uh, we'll do a little preview. Have a look at some of these. A little chit-chat. Um, obviously, the Scotland-Ukraine postponed. Date will be announced at a, at a you know a later date. So the other game in the path A is Wales versus Austria. Um, I do see a lot of Wales fans looking past Austria on social media, which I know social media is not always the you know it's not the best way to judge or give a barometer of what's thinking. But obviously, being two Welshmen ourselves, mate, I mean I know how I'm feeling, but how are you feeling about that Austria game? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a banana skin. Isn't it? it's, I think uh, if the crowd behind and Wales play to their to their to their level, then yeah. But you know, as we know, football doesn't go like that all the time. So it's gonna be a difficult game. Hopefully we get a goal early and it's not edgy and goes on, you know, having them nervous games, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be one of them. It's gonna to go to the wire. So but yeah, if Wales play well and hopefully everyone's fit and ready mm. to go. Um but yeah, if, if everyone's fit and you know there'll be a big crowd, good atmosphere. Uh so yeah, it's all in our favour. So but you know, like I say, Austria uh you know, not outstanding players, but out, very good team, very organized, and they have, they have some decent players. So Yeah, they've uh, got a lot they've easy. got a lot of good players, haven't they? Yeah. Um, Austria yeah. and they're a good team. And I think for Wales, this I'm looking. I kind of stuck between two things. Like we've got a very young squad, and part of me thinks they're going to go in there and play with no fear. And if we play as well as we are capable of, 
then I'm quite confident that we'll win. But then also because you've got a young squad, do they do they freeze in what's going to be their we, biggest game of their careers? And well, you say young, but you know this is what they've been blooded early for. You know, they've had yeah. experience now. Some of yeah, them had experience at, at Euros. You know, so this is what you know blooding the youngsters in for is is for these matches. So they've experienced it. They know what it's all about. Played at the Cardiff City Stadium before when it's been bouncing for Wales. They know the atmosphere. Nothing's nothing's out of the normal. It's familiar, and they can just go out and express themselves and play. So hopefully they do that. Like I say, with the atmosphere and the, and the crowd behind them, but like, it's going to be difficult. It won't be easy. Yeah, and I think I see. Obviously, we've all we've talked about before, like whether Ramsey and Bailey are going to be fit. I don't think it's like the end of the world if they're not fit for that first leg say i don't think it's like oh my god the world's crashing in whereas maybe a few years back it was like you felt like was oh, it two-legged is it a two-legged um, i'm pretty sure it is yeah i don't know though it might not be no it might not i don't think it is actually thinking of it it's one leg ignore me um i just think um the wales of a lot of the, the those young players are in really good form at club level, so as long as they can take that into the international stage and they can kind of get themselves focused, and you need your big ask... players to, and you need the big players to to, to step up as well, which course, they have yeah. done in the past. A Ramsey, Bale, you know, oh, to you, me, you need, you need sorry, mate, I was going to say Aaron Ramsey is the the most vital player in the squad. I put him yeah. where I I've always said he's more vital than Gareth Bale because yeah. I think when with Gareth Bale. Yes, of course, on his day, he's one of the best footballers in the world, or has been. But Daniel James, for Wales, is always quality. So, like, I know people, you know, United fans and people will say, oh, he, you know, he didn't do very well for United. He got found out a little bit. But for Wales, he always does a job. Um, I mean, GD Parry asked a very interesting question. Um, I, first of all, I was delighted to see... Obviously, Mark Harris of Cardiff, young lad in the squad, and I was very happy to see Will Vokes back in the squad. I still don't quite understand why he was dropped over some others, but I cannot see how Johnny uh, GD Parrier says how is Johnny ever Johnny Williams getting a call up instead of Isaac Davis? And I know that they're different positions, but Johnny Williams is obviously barely kicked the football for the last couple of years. Signed for Cardiff, didn't play. He's now playing in League Two, I think. Um, and he's getting in over Isaac Davis, who's bagged a load of goals this year for Cardiff in the Championship. Um, managers like their certain players, don't they, at the end of the day? We've seen it with Southgate. We've seen it with Raul Page. We've seen it with Ryan. All yeah, you managers do. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a big game. Do you want to you know what I've just explained about all them players that have had experience? Yeah. You know, you don't want someone to come in. and You don't know what, you know, don't really know how they're going to react. So... Probably a, a risk, but you know, I'm sure you, you, you might even you know if they do get through, you might get called up to go to the World Cup. So, you know, yeah, I think if he's expecting Ramsey and uh, Bale to pull out, or at least thinks there's a good chance that one of them will or both, then someone like Johnny Williams becomes quite vital to that squad because he's so experienced. You know, he's he's in the latter part of his career. He's been there and done it from a Welsh point of view. He's been, you know, he's played Premier League football. Um, I think Johnny Williams, Craig, uh, Craig's just said he's, he is playing every week now. But I think, I think he's looking at it as an experience point of view, especially if Bale and Ramsey have to pull out. 
having that experience in and around those players is going to be a, a big thing. Same with people like Joe Allen and you know all the the other experienced players. Um, I'd be interested. Uh, someone in the chat might be able to tell me why Danny Ward isn't in the squad. Is that just because he's been on the bench for his club side, or is he injured? Um, I'd be. I really would like to know that because obviously he was so good in the Euros, and um, that was a notable absentee for me. But I'm I'm interested uh, in what people think. Um, in that, like, give us your predictions for the Austria Wales game first. Ward is injured, right? There you go. Um, let's have a look um, at some of these questions. What's going down? I do think if Wales play to the all or nothing one leg, yeah, I do think if Wales play to their capabilities, they can win. We've also got a tremendous home record at in you know, for. Cardiff City Stadium. Yeah, it's, it's the advantage we've got. You know, that we've got to take advantage of it at home. Big atmosphere. So, you know, you just if they perform, and they usually do at home, and there's a good atmosphere. So, yeah, just keep it nice and tight. And then 6 0 Wales. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Um, so, yeah, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a 6 0. It's not going to be nowhere near that. It's going to be very close. Hopefully, they get an early goals to control. Control the game, try and control it, but you know, these games they go down to the wire, aren't they? Very nervous, yeah. It's um, it's gonna be, I wouldn't be surprised to see it going extra time penalties, and then it's just down to it's, it's possible, but nerve, like say, you've got to take advantage of that atmosphere. Um, early goal, I think, works in Wales's favor, doesn't it? Early goal, set, uh, get a very good start, so very important to get a good start. And you get a good feel for the game. So, yeah. Indeed, mate. Um, so, another game is uh, in the path B. You've got Poland. Uh, sorry, yeah. Poland versus Sweden or Czech Republic, which will be on the 29th. That's the f- so the finals are on the 29th of March, aren't they? Um, and you've got one path is, is blocked. Um, uh, sorry, one path is postponed for the path A. So, then path B. Have Poland got Poland have got a buy then have they? Because it says Poland are not playing anyone. So you've got what's Sweden versus what's, So what's happened with what's happened to Russia now? Ah, so what that that's it. So Poland are playing Russia, I'm assuming. And All Russia right. has been booted. So okay. you Poland have gone through to the final in path B, and then you've got Sweden versus Czech Republic. That is um that's gonna be a close game. Yeah, that's a difficult one, yeah, because you'd expect both of them to be in the World Cup, so mm. Yeah, they both um, both got that team spirit, which kind of takes these teams through. And uh, historically, you know, when they do get to the tournaments, they do quite well. You know, they'll get through the group stages. They'll have a couple of good results. It's going to be a tricky one to call. I'm going to go with them. Um, I think you've got to go with the home team when it's a close game in these these types of things. It is an advantage. So I'd say probably Sweden. Uh, I'd probably go with Sweden. But, you know, you wouldn't be surprised if Czech Republic was to no. go and Czech Republic, who's, you know, Czech Republic, Modric still pulling strings, Real Madrid still play. Mm-hmm. So now that Czech Republic have always had a good team and, and some decent players. So yeah, it'd be a de- be de- but Sweden as well, they've got a decent side. So yeah, it'd be a good game that. Close. So there we go. Portugal, Turkey. Ronaldo's passed it, and he's so probably Turkey. <laughs> yeah, I can't see past Portugal. You know. We played Turkey, but 
in the World Cup in the Euros were, and we beat them what three yeah, nil for the three nil four nil. Yeah, they were dire in that um, Euros. Man. Yeah, they were. They did have a poor. It was a poor campaign for them, but you know Portugal's littered with stars. Yeah, you know, you've seen the kid yeah you'd from, expect Portugal. Seen the kid from from Atletico Madrid. He's these mm. He plays from Sao Felix as well. Felix Ronaldo. Bruno Fernandes, mm-hmm. it goes on and on. Bernardo Silva, yeah, they'll walk that game. Yeah, and then they, in, they in the win, easy winners of that will play. The winners of that will play Italy or North Macedonia. You'd expect Italy to win that, wouldn't you? I think right, it's in Italy, Portugal, isn't it? You'd think so. I mean, Italy, what, it would be a, what a game. and then shot, and then you'd it? probably fancy. Well, you don't know. You you, you know, Italy have just won the Euros. They can't yeah. qualify for the World Cup, so. Um, I think I think I'd go with Italy over Portugal. I, I think. See, I, I disagree. That that team, you know, that that team, if they can click, you know. But Italy are you know, dogged, mm-hmm. defending, and good team as well. But you know, they mustn't be. They mustn't have had a good good twelve months for be, to be in the qualifiers. So after winning yeah, the Euros, sure going in the next next competition, you don't even qualify. You're going through the qualifying stage. Yeah, that's not good. So. We'll see what happens, but be a good game. Mm. I'd fancy Portugal there. Interesting. I think, um, look, I know we all expect Italy to beat North Macedonia, but you can't write them off completely. Just Sorry. simply Sorry. because they've Sorry. got... I'll, I can, I'm, I'm going to write them off. Interesting. But then you just said Italy have had a, a bad 12 months. No, yeah, but North, North Macedonia. Macedonia. Yeah, but they've, you know, they've got to the playoffs, so they've obviously won a couple of games, haven't they? I don't think you got a better me then. No, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Put, oh, I wouldn't okay. put my house on it. So it's, I, it's just, it's just. Who's in North Macedonia? Can you name any of their squad? I'm sure they've got a couple no. of Premier League players in no. there. I'm gonna have a no. quick look now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. They must have someone else had that in the chat. There's always people who know these things. Um, North Macedonia Premier League players, there's got to be. I bet you there's a couple of um, there's one or two like decent this, European players. There. The, 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 I don't, Donna, Lost North Macedonia. Let me just let this address this to Donna. North Macedonia had never been in the World Cup, guarantee you that. Have to check that. I don't think they have, have they? So uh they got uh Alotsky who plays for Leeds. You've got um I think yeah, they I they actually you have got justify left. it now. I'll watch I look for players. No, no, I was just see I was just seeing if they had like a standout look, player. Well, you fancy them, it's all a bit. No, I don't fancy them. I just oh, say okay. that you can't completely oh, okay. write them off in a one off game. Same as you oh, can't. Okay. I'm writing game. them off. I'm writing them off. Against FA Italy. Well, you, you would have thought Middlesbrough would have not beat Man United in the FA Cup. No, no yeah, but this is a this is a this is a must-win game. You know, they've they've gone in there expecting to win. You know, not probably obviously concentrated like they should be. Mm. But you know, in a playoff game, you you're tuned in. If you yeah. if you don't win this, you're out. 
Yeah. I know it's the same thing of the FA Cup, but it's obviously just gone in with level. a poor attitude. You shouldn't be getting beat off Middlesbrough at home. Yes, it went to penalties, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But then again, and they've gone to, then they played with Tottenham and beat Tottenham. So they're on a good run. That can happen mm-hmm. in the FA Cup, not in the Euros. So we see this every year in the FA Cup. We don't see it every two in years. The, in yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fair. That's fair. Um, Donna's clarified. She says she meant in the Euros, they do well. And obviously, right. they're in the playoffs, so they must always be in and around there. But I, 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 I do kind of see what Donna's saying and what I was saying as well. But like, all right, well, you and Donna have a bet with me then. Yeah, <laughs> I just think, like, you, you're, you're talking them up, you're talking them up, you're talking them up, and expect uh, you to back them. Italy well, should win. A game, but you, you... No, no, Italy should win, shouldn't they? Is what I'm saying. Like, they should win. They should win every game they play in 100. But there's always that one There's not many games, though. I'm confident Italy will win that game. Yeah, I think they they probably will. Now, now watch North Macedonia go and win it. Just get on bad abuse. So, I mentioned mentioned Middlesbrough there, mate. I've got to talk about uh, Chelsea and Middlesbrough. It's been a bit of a farce, to be honest. So, obviously, it's at Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough have sold 30-odd thousand tickets. They think they've put more on sale as well now. Um, and when Chelsea found out that they were not going to be able to sell any tickets because of the sanctions, they applied to the FA to play the game without behind closed doors. Um, to say Middlesbrough were not impressed, and their owner, Steve Gibson, gave a quality reply, um, I think it was an understatement. But in terms of, like... Do you understand why Chelsea would have applied for that? And do you also understand why Steve Gibson was basically mocking them open, openly? I can understand both. I mean, I can understand... Um, no, I don't understand why Chelsea would do that. It just looks stupid, doesn't it? Yeah. Just... just why? Why Why can't... Why did Middlesbrough have to suffer and lose a, a load of money because... Of their issues, it's nothing to mm. do with them. You know, it's their sanction. Why should it be passed on to Middlesbrough? No, it's just pathetic. Who, who come up with that? that that's why I want to. Who come up with that one? Yeah, whose idea was it? It'd be that'd be fascinating to find out, actually, wouldn't it? Like who yeah. in that who come up with that one? Setup thought that that was a good idea. It's just like what? Who the f- who do you think you are? Yeah. But it is a bit of that, isn't it? It's like the big yeah. I am. It's just, it's just like, like, yeah, we're Chelsea. We're not getting tickets, so why should you? What? Mm. It's like, what, are you seven? Yeah. It's, I just, I couldn't believe it when it happened. And it, I'm sure, uh, I think it was Rob said somewhere yesterday, that Chelsea backed down then after that as well. Well, like, I sort of kind of openly gave him a bit of a spanking. They just sort of said, oh, yeah, don't worry about it then. And your analogy of a seven-year-old child that's almost like exactly what it is. It's like, oh, well, if we yeah. can't have tickets, that's neither it. can you. And then yeah. when they said, well, no, that's not how it works, they went, oh, fine. And just kind of stomped <laughs> off, like stomped off around the corner. Let's just try it. Um, just let's throw it out there. Yeah. It's um, So Craig has another view of it. He says Chelsea only did it to try and force the government to allow them to sell tickets. So they kind of like tried to back them into a corner almost. But I mean... It doesn't help, like in in terms of how other football fans and other people view Chelsea fans from the outside. It doesn't help when you see them in Lille last night, 
fighting with the police while chanting Roman Abramovich's name. You're just like, yeah, whatever. Just leave you to it. I hope no, you no, enjoyed you. No, but you run. But, no, go on with Chelsea. I'm not going <laughs> to. No, you, you've given them a bit of a pasting over the last couple of no, weeks. Haven't you, so. no. They're having a bad week, mate. So let's yeah, we'll... they're, having, they're having a bad week, but they're still in the quarterfinals of the cup and they're still third in the league. Boo, boo, boo. I know. Yeah. I thought they um, they played on the front. Do you know, credit where it's due, since all this kind of the sanctions and everything which has happened, which is obviously putting the club at risk to a certain degree, depending on how it goes in the summer after the season's over. The players on the pitch and the manager are doing a tremendous job to keep going and keep winning football matches. Yes, they don't look as good as perhaps they did, you know, six weeks ago but they're still winning football matches when it counts. And I think they deserve credit for that as, you know, to be able to keep their heads on and go and win a big European game. You know, we're going to talk about United in a bit. They weren't able to do that. Um, so it's, you know, it's not as easy as just turning up and winning a football match. You have, you know, these things do play in. And um, I think Chelsea as a club or the squad and the coaching staff deserve credit for being able to, to keep doing that, even if, um, you know, there's some other aspects of it which I don't have so much respect for. But um, moving on, we got uh, Liverpool, mate, turning up the pressure on Man City. Man City dropped a couple of points the other week or the other day. Um, Liverpool keep churning out these victories even when they're not oh, playing well. Palace. Palace skin. Bogey Palace team. been doing well, mate, this year. Vieira. Um, yeah, it was a good game last night. I thought Arsenal were very unlucky. You know, when you're on top against sides like that, you have you have to score. Mm. You know they're going to with the firepower they've got on the pitch and the firepower they've got on the bench. So, um, did you? Um, sorry, mate, to interrupt. Did you hear that um, this, this Arsenal supporter on Talksport today? The clip's been doing the rounds. Um, so it was after the game, and the host has gone. To this person who's phoned up. So, do you, how do you feel about the game? Bear in mind, Arsenal have just lost. And he said, I'm ecstatic. Like, I'm paraphrasing a bit. He's like really buzzing. Like, he's like, Yeah, I'm great. And he, and he said, Well, you just lost the football match. And he said, Yeah, but we outplayed Liverpool for 45 minutes. And I was just like, How much have your standards like dropped over the years that you're like, because he wasn't just, you know, Oh, you know, look, we, we outplayed him for 45. We just didn't have enough quality, blah, blah, blah. He was like, Buzzing as if he'd won like won a big game or something. It was weird. Like, however, I do want to say, mate, and I want to hold my hands up a little bit. At the start of the season, I was really questioning the Arteta appointment when they were like down the bottom of the league and they just couldn't get a win from anywhere. And there was a few boys in the chat who were kind of sticking up for him, and I was just like, he just looks like he's a bit lost. And you know what? He's shown a real backbone. He's got rid of the bad eggs. And as soon as he's got rid of those bad eggs, you look at the turnaround in that playing squad. They all look happy. They're playing good football. They're right up back in the top four sort of race, if you want to call it that. They just generally look a different football club. And I think that goes to show you what can happen if you get rid of the toxic people from the change. It's getting rid of the toxic people, but it's giving a coach and manager confidence that you know he's going to be managing. He's not going to go anywhere. Give him time, and and now you can see that 
Uh, it's probably disappointing because if you have a fire in a bang yang, you, you might win that game. You never know. Mm. But um, no, there was impressive him last night. Martinelli looked good. Um, they, Lacazette, I've always liked him. You know, Tierney's coming on leaps and bounds now. Centre centre half pairing's decent. I like that Ben White. Um, not not a, not a fan of the keeper. Um, who's the who's the holding midfielder? It's uh, Zanik uh, Nozjak, uh, the the other one. Oh yeah, Partey. Partey's yeah. decent. Quite like him. Yeah, Partey's decent. You know, Zaka's he had an off day last night, but he's decent. Martinelli, like I say, looked good. They just for fifty-five minutes, they and they just blew out of steam. Like I say, when you're on top of teams like that, you have to score because they're going to come on strong late on, especially with the the firepower they got on. When you bring on Firmino and Salah, yeah, uh, yeah, and they're lively for like thirty minutes, and you're you know you've been running about for sixty minutes, and them two come on, yeah, it's uh, it's not easy. So. You have to score when you're on top. Same with United against Atletico Madrid. When they're on top, they have to score, and, and, and they didn't. So you have to against these these, these good sides. Do you know when? Who's the 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 guy the Liverpool signed in January? I've forgotten his name. Diaz. Um, he looks like he's going to be some in. Very good. Really Very good. Yeah. Well, the, now think. they can leave Salah out and Firmino out, yeah. and then they've got well, Mane, Jota. And and um, Mane Zotta and who was the other one? Firmino. Diaz. So yeah, and then you can yeah. you can rest two of them. You can do that now all the time. So mm. yeah, they're looking strong, looking strong because City haven't got that. No, and, no, and, and what yeah, happens as well? I'm pretty sure if he's got Firmino and Salah on the bench, he's bringing them yeah. on. Um, you know, against Palace, but he didn't bring anyone on. He's got Sterling on the bench. He's got he's got a, num- got a number of players on the bench, but he hasn't got any forwards that will get him goals. He mm. thinks he'll get in goals, and that's why he kept it the same. But you know, Klopp doesn't have that problem. If three of them aren't working, right? Let's throw these two on, see how it works. And it usually works. Happened in '99 when United had four strikers. Cole and York ain't working. Sharing them in off Solskjaer, they'll do it. And it works. Mm. Do you um? Do you think Man City hold on and win the league, or do you think Liverpool are going to come? I did last week, but no, thinking about it now, it's it's going to go out to the wire. But I still fancy City, still do fancy City. I think Porch, uh, Palace was a bogey side. They had a bit of luck as well. City should really score a couple of goals. So, but I still fancy City. A couple of comments here now from Rob. He says uh, Arsenal will win the league before United do again, and then he followed that up. I'll by bet. Saying, I'll bet that not doesn't happen. He followed it up with, I think Newcastle will probably win the league before United do. No, so, no. Newcastle will win the league before Arsenal will. Yeah. Arsenal don't spend any money. There's not no chance. They don't, they don't, not big enough spenders anymore. You've got to compete with City, Chelsea, Liverpool and United mm. and now Newcastle in the fray. They've got no chance unless they, you know, someone starts paying money and that's not going to happen at Chelsea. They're all playing young kids. Mm. You know, Pepe, the 72 million they paid big money for, and he's not worked out, so that doesn't bode well. Uh, yeah, I don't see see Newcastle winning it before Arsenal. Um, Leslie makes a good point. Liverpool at home to Man City is still to come as well. I do, I think if Liverpool was to see off Man City like 3 0, something like that, like a quite a convincing victory, 
that be some be game like that. Point. Yeah, it's be yeah. some game that, won't it? In April. Yeah, that's going to be a big one, mate. Because they is. could probably play. They, they could possibly play each other three times in like a week. Because that's around about the semi-finals. Because you know they could draw each other in the semi-finals. Interesting. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Two games yeah. then. But then they won't probably. They could even face in the final. But usually, probably, you know, it could work out that way. We've seen English English clubs in the final before. Yeah, especially when be, they're yeah. strong as well, and especially when they're very strong. And at the minute, City and uh, Liverpool, you know, they're probably the top side in Europe, both of them. Yeah, I think so. I think they're the best two football clubs in the best football teams in you, Europe. You always got Bayern Munich, a one off game. Yeah, anything could happen. Of course, Bayern yeah. Munich and Real Madrid, but over two games, no. Yeah, I think I look at Liverpool and and they've just got that depth at the moment, which just looks like even Chelsea as well. You can throw Chelsea in the mix. You know, they're experienced now. They've gone on. They've won the Champions League, so they know what it's all about. Now they're into the next round. They went one nil down last night and and showed some balls and come back and and end up winning two one to get me five points and me super six. Mm -hmm. Throw that in there. Um, Do you know if if Chelsea can somehow? win the Champions League again this year could be I don't think you can quite um put into words how massive that would be for them. It would be mm. huge. Mm. Because there's no way because you don't know what's gonna happen with these sanctions in the summer. They've given them this special dispensation till the end to finish this season, but they've given no guarantees. The only way Chelsea win it is if they they, they don't reach they don't uh, play an English final. English team to the final because if they mm. play Liverpool or City over two legs, they've got no chance. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's um, it's gonna be interesting, mate. I, 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 as much as it pains me to say, I got a feeling Liverpool are gonna win the league. Um, I think the cups, you know, they can go. It comes down to a lot of one-off games. Um, got a South Wales derby coming up. I'm doing a, a South Wales derby special soon as well. So When's that? Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, I think it's two weeks. It's on a Saturday, three are you, o'clock. Are you doing a watch along for that? Time. Yeah, I probably will, mate. Yeah, I think so. Just because it's it's never at three o'clock on a Saturday, ever. Okay, yeah. So um, it's the first time in, I think it's something ridiculous, like 20 years or something stupid, since they've done it at three o'clock on a Saturday. Probably be the last as well. 3 p.m. Saturday, uh, 2nd of April. Where's that, Cardiff? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's a like, Cardiff. I'm trying to think. Oh, they'd be absolute carnage. Carnage. Yeah, I can't. I thought it was a mistake, mate. I did. I honestly thought it was a mistake when they said it's at three o'clock on a Saturday. Why have they done that? It's usually 12. Well, it's normally 12 o'clock and it's a bubble trip and it's, uh, yeah, it's all sorts of, uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. But rugby's not on as well, is it? They they won't play the rugby in the same No, no, they they never play. Normally, they'd move one of them to the Friday or the Sunday of the. They never would play them on the same day. They learned their lesson from years ago from that. Donna says, do you want me to report live from the ground for you? Donna, if you can get Wi-Fi in the Cardiff City Stadium at three o'clock on a Saturday, then crack on. Because <laughs> I, I think your chances of getting an internet signal from the stadium in the middle of a Saturday afternoon are slim to none. You get a phone but, call. Um, get a phone call. Yeah, you could get yeah, you could do phone calls, I suppose. You have to get there my roadcaster. We have to get my roadcaster going and we can play it for yeah. that. 
Yeah, that's it, mate. Get a, get phone calls going through there. Um, we'll have a look at some some of the fixtures of the weekend a bit later. Um, but I'm going to let you get your. Do you want to do your positive about United Saturday, or do you want to do your negative about United yesterday first? Which one would you like to do first? Uh, I'm not bothered. Which one? I'm not bothered. I, I, I would like to talk about Saturday because I'm sick and tired, in a funny way, of people telling me that Ronaldo's finished and he's 37 and he's a problem for United. Well, if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't have beaten Spurs on Saturday. And um, he looked about as motivated as a footballer can look on Saturday. Obviously, after being dropped or rested or whatever you want to say, he was chasing down things. He scored a worldie in the, the first sort of... 10 minutes or something as well, which helps. But um, he looked like someone with a point to prove, mate, didn't he? Yeah, well, I don't know why. No. Uh, <laughs> point to the manager, maybe. Yeah, possibly, but no. Um seen it before. seen it before. If we didn't have United, in, if Ronaldo in the side, we'd be mid-table. So I don't know what people are on about. It's yeah. just a nonsense. It's non-start for me. I'm sick of going over it now. Oh. Um, how can a, the world's greatest goal scorer? I don't care how old he is. You know, imagine if he'd, he was... Uh, okay, imagine if he scored two goals. Like some other player has only scored hmm. two goals. It'd be absolute carnage. He'd be getting abused. But he scored 19 goals and he's still getting stick. <laughs> like the other guy, Messi, has scored two. Two yeah. in a pub league. So, yeah. It's, Do you um, think, though? You know, it's Manchester United, it's Ronaldo. Uh, they're not having a, a good time. But without him, God knows where he'd be. God knows. Relegation zone, mate. Yeah. Fighting relegation. I um, I always feel sorry for him because there's so many in there. I almost... Uh, we mentioned earlier with um, Arteta, the best thing he did was get rid of those toxic players within the dressing room. I think United need to get rid of three, four, five players, I do, to just get them out of the dressing room. I don't think it'll happen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which is going to be massive well, problems. It will, it will, because you know, look at Marshall will probably go. Um, but he's already gone, haven't he? He's not yeah, there now. Well, he's he? alone. Pogba's going. Um, Pogba's going. Cavani's going. Who knows what happens, with Ronaldo? Because if we don't win the Champions League, why would he start to stay here? Well, uh, he's, he's finishing the season trophy last mate, and he's you know he's only got what maybe one or two seasons left. Yeah. But the World Cup's coming and, you know, mm. so. Um, who else? Maguire. You know, I've been a bit harsh on Maguire, but he's had a bad year. He's had a bad year. Oh, I don't think he's... I don't think he... It doesn't... It doesn't bold... Yeah, if it was me, I'd get rid of him. But I've been... Uh, it doesn't bold well. I've, I, I can't remember in the, like, five or ten minutes to go. 
if Alex Ferguson would bring his captain off. Um, yeah. Would he bring Would he bring Eric Cantona off? Would he bring Steve Bruce off? Well, no, because uh, he always, he was always used well. to get you a goal. Would he bring Eric Cantona off? No. Would he bring Brian Robson off? No. Would he bring Roy Keane off? No. Mm. Would he bring Rio Ferdinand off? No. Would he bring Gary Neville off? No. Would he bring Ryan off? No. So it doesn't bow well that. Um, ten, so ten minutes to go. You want a goal and your captain's coming off. Yeah. Bizarre. But you know, um, it's it, it, you know, it's 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 he's been found out big time this year because his pace and you know, yet speedy people around him, he struggles, especially if you're playing that high line. So you know, certain players can get away with it because they read the game really, really well. John Terry was a master at it. wasn't the quickest, wasn't slow, wasn't the quickest, but he read the game so well. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a, is, no, right? no. Um, uh, Matic is going to go. Matter's going to go. So it's going to be like no Lingard's going to go. So there's seven players that I've named. They'll be gone. How many of them are? Then you've probably got a two others that probably might go. Problem. Adam? How many of them do you think are a problem in the dressing room? Just like could be. It's not that they're a problem. It's just that they're not performing and not obviously gelling as a team. So you just have to reset, rip it up and just start again. And mm. seven or eight players leaving the club. You know, that means you've got, you, that means you've got, what do you do? Do you replace them or do you do it slowly and bring in two or three real top notch and you've got to do it gradually. You can't do it all at once. It's impossible, especially the gap that Liverpool and City, the bar are at now. So you've got to look at like a five, ten-year plan. Yes, mm. I know it's Man United. Yes, you probably do better than that, but you've got to look long-term instead of short-term because these short-term fixes, they aren't working and just buying players because of the names. You've got to have a structure. structure. You know, midfield, that has to be the, the main priority. Because you have to keep the football. You have mm. to have someone who plays football and keeps the football. And at the minute, they haven't really got that. You know, we've, Fred's been playing there. And the last two games, he's played up further up. And he's probably best his best two games he's played. So I'd keep Where him because he could still get out of the pitch. And, and he still showed me something. In, you know, how much he's been slagged off. He's shown me something in the last two, two games that I'd keep him about. McTominay, I'd keep him. Varana keep him, you know, centre half, who's gonna go out of them? Bay, Jones, Lindelof, Maguire. Varan's gonna stay. Uh does Shaw go? Does Wambasaka go? He's not good enough. So <laughs> I I've just named ten players there. Mm. So So here's my thing about um I see a few people in the chat saying Rashford should go and here's my thing about Maguire. And Rashford. So you said you think you've been too harsh on Maguire. I disagree because Maguire and Rashford, they deserve to be criticised for their performances and for their attitude. What they don't deserve is abuse and name calling and all this sort of stuff, which we don't do, haven't done, never do. But they do obviously get on social media, blah, 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 because people think because they're having a bad game or a, a bad run, that that means that they can just say anything they want to them. Um, and obviously this week we had, there's a video going around of some United fans shouting abuse at Rashford and he gives them the finger and then they're all fucking moaning about it and it's all people on social media just criticising him for um, 
you know, for 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 get, being disrespectful and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, it's a 23 year old kid. He's, of course, he's in the public eye and he's got to have a thick skin and all that crap. However, he doesn't have to stand there and have a group of blokes shout abuse at him and just take it. He can tell him to piss off. He's allowed to do that. And I just think it just makes me laugh. Um, and it's obviously it's notorious, isn't it, for for sports fans generally, but football fans particularly, yeah, well, they will love to give players thing. abuse. But as yeah, soon as a player gives something back, they don't like it. Yeah, well, this is kind of the same thing, what I put on my Instagram. Albert Einstein once wrote on a chalkboard, nine times one is nine, nine times two is 18, nine times three is 27, nine times four is 36, nine times five is 45, and so on, to the end. Nine times ten is ninety-one. Suddenly, mm. chaos erupted in the classroom because Einstein made a mistake. Obviously, the correct answer is nine times ten isn't ninety-one, and his students ridiculed him. Einstein waited for everyone to, to be silent and said, "Despite the fact <clears throat> that I analysed nine problems correctly, no one congratulated me. But when I made one mistake, everyone started laughing. This was noticed." Slightest mistake. This will, will notice his slightest mistake. So don't let criticism destroy it. And it just goes on. But it's the same thing. You you you, you know you, you you get abused. You ignore it. You ignore it. You ignore it. One time you you, you snap back, and then and, and that's what you get remembered for. And oh, everyone makes a big thing about it. It's just the part and parcel. You know, he's a human being. Good on you for for chatting back. You know, but you might even get it a bit more now because that's what people want. So. He knows that. You know, he's slipped. He's not happy. He's just come out of a, a football match, been beat 1-0. He's not happy, not played a, a brilliant game. Give the ball away every time he, he got it. But, you know, he's human. He's a young kid. And he, and he snapped. You know? It wasn't a bad thing, you know. Yeah. Stuck his finger um... up. Stuck his finger up. <laughs> David Beckham did that on the football pitch to 5,000 people. Get mm. over it. And, like... It's frustration as well, isn't it? He's frustrated because yeah, he knows he's normal. Not well it's normal. And... It's just you know he slipped. He's such a nice lad. Never done it before. You know he slipped. Snap. Weird, isn't it? How football yeah. fans like they um. Oh man, they're so happy to yeah. abuse people, but yeah. as soon as some a player gives it back like a little bit, they're like, oh my god. It's, I always it's quite, weird, I, well, it? it's always been like that. Old Trafford. You come out of there at, at the end, and there's five thousand people there just waiting mm. an hour after the game. You come out, and it, it's changed now. When when you you, you know back in in the day, the, the the drivers would bring the car in, so they'd just come out the the lounge and just get in the car and drive off. But now they park over the side from where the players come in, so they've got to like come through like a barriered bit and then drive and walk up to where the car park is, which is about hundred meters. But yeah, so there's five thousand people there. Mm. All waiting a thousand, like an hour after the game, screaming, shouting, and obviously, obviously, if the game's not gone on, they're, they're getting abused. So, yeah. um, I'm going to touch on a question from Borough fan in a sec. I just wanted to quickly ask, very quickly, ask you about the the Pogba thing. Obviously, Pogba had to rush off after the game finished because um, his house had been broken into. Him and his wife were at the game. Um, and in the final couple of minutes of the game, their house was broken into where their kids were sleeping. And I would assume like a nanny or a relative or whatever was there. Um, and he had to rush off from the game, not knowing if his kids were safe and stuff like that. Like, 
this has happened a few times in recent years, haven't it? Um, with footballers being targeted, but it does add like an almost um, an even bigger kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Like that that thought of driving home not knowing if your kids are safe. That's every father, every parent's worst nightmare, isn't it? Oh yeah, and. You know, let me think about it. Where do you live? He lives in Oldley Edge, so and he's got to go from Old Trafford to Oldley Edge, so it's a, it's a good 30, 40 minutes. So it's a long way, yeah, to be like... Oh. Let your mind race. Yeah, so it's a good 30 minutes, especially after the game as well, maybe a little bit of traffic, so good 30, 40 minutes. So, yeah, it wouldn't have been a, wouldn't have been a nice drive home, but, yeah, it is happening a lot more. And, um, yeah, it's just, you know... These people putting stuff on Instagram and, and and showing that they've got loads of money and stuff like that, and then obviously see someone gets onto where they live. You know, yeah, it's a nice nice areas where they live, but on the outskirts, surrounded, it's there's a lot of <laughs> there's not places that are not doing so well. So like oh, Wivenshaw, Hume, Mossside, there's there's lots of places surrounding it, or just like five ten minutes away from it. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's a shame, but it is happening a lot, and um, you know, people you know they're on a, a lot, a lot of money, two hundred, three hundred grand a week. You know, pay two security guards fifty grand, twenty five grand a year each, just to, you know, mm. you know it's nothing, club, nothing, you know, it's nothing to him. I know they shouldn't have to, but you know, what's the price of the of the safety of your family yeah, when it's, when um, do they see two security guards on your door at night from? You know, seven it's from six o'clock till six o'clock in the morning. They're not gonna do it. You know, people say, Well, you shouldn't have to. I know you shouldn't have to, but it's happening a lot more. And I know if I was on three hundred grand a week, twenty five grand a year for two people is nothing for me. Nothing to know that I've got safety at home and I'm going to play football. Especially when so maybe maybe some of them should look into that now because it is happening a lot yeah. more. And, Especially you know, when those footballers, they know they're going to be away, so their wives and their kids are going to be in yeah, those houses on yeah, their own. They're, the they're not in any any danger because they're playing football. The robbers mm. know that, so that's why they do it. But you know, some some not everyone takes the kids and, and wives to, to the game, especially if it's a night game, which it was. Yeah. So yeah, it's just just a no brainer to me. Just an absolute no brainer. Two people, security guards. I know. I know he. he because I know what someone put his personally. I know his driver personally. He was a goalkeeper, a big, big guy. He was a goalkeeper for me when he played when I was at Salford. So, mm. and he drives for him. So I know him. I know he know, and he knows security guards. So, but obviously, he's not going to be there long enough because he's going to obviously be leaving. But yeah, the players need to look into it because, like I say, 25, 50 grand a year to him for safety, knowing the kids are safe. Nothing, nothing is it when you're on that much no, money? Nothing. Then. Is uh, I surprised they haven't um, done it. And Craig says there, he says you think there's so many of those players living that close together that they're surprised that they don't sort something out between them. You shouldn't have to, by the way. No, 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 but no, but they do. They they have a car that probably that that uh, like navigates the surveys the area. Yeah, Yeah, but it's just one car, and it's you know. It's can't be in all the places half a mile till Pippin. They're not like living next to each other. They're big houses, yeah. so and they're all over the place. And it's you know all the edge and hail, and it's all countryside. So you know mm. uh, country tracks and you no know, no little lights, and so 
yeah, it's not easy. So, yeah, it's it's a no brainer for me. If absolute no brainer. Um. So Barafan asked a question a while ago. He said, "What are your thoughts on knocking down the Theatre of Dreams to build a new stadium, Rod?" Um. Because there's been criticism of Old Trafford and the status in um, I've seen recently, like people saying it's, there's parts of it which are kind of out of date and falling. Yeah, well, well the, the South Stand is, you know, all of it's new or more or less new. Mm -hmm. Like from I say new from from the Stratford end, it's probably twenty five years old. Uh, the North Stand is probably the North, Alex Ferguson Stand. It, it's probably. 10, 15 years old, probably longer, a little bit longer. And this case stand the same. It's the south stand where the tunnel is, I mean, uh, where the, the players sit. It's just old. And it, it's obviously going over a rail track as well. Mm. So that's the problem because it's right next to the railway track. But uh, if, they, if they're going to rebuild, they have to knock it down and, and build further away from the railway track. So that, that creates its problem in its own because then you've got not got i got ground. But do they build it first and then keep that one? And then I don't know. Build it first. And then once it's built, you obviously knock that one down. Use that as car park space. Did you see the glazes? There's enough car parking space, enough areas around the surrounding ground because it's all car parks around it yeah. for the, the game. So Yeah, there's enough area. There's enough land, isn't there? An area. Oh, yeah. The yeah, there's, yeah, there's enough land. But what do they do? Kind of do they knock it, it down? I don't see. I can't. Don't. Mind you, with with the things that they can do these days, but it's it's tricky because, like I say, it's right next and it goes over the railway track, and that railway yeah. track is coming is is the one that goes to Manchester Airport from town, and it's the yeah, Metrolink as well. I mean, to me, mate, I don't see the Glazers are not going to put that money in to build a new stadium either. Anyway, no, well, you're talking a billion quid, aren't you? Yeah, they're not. They won't pay. The they won't pay, that, they wouldn't pay the money stadium. for. No, you'd have to Just sell it and, and someone else would have to come in and do it. Mm. But you, you're getting it, then you're getting it. You know, you get 75,000 now. They're saying a 90,000 seater stadium. It's not only extra 15,000. Well, say 15,000 a game, 1588. Still, it's a lot of money. But so these days, it's not really, is it, is it worth it in the end? Or is it mm. better just, you know, trying to figure out how to, to, to sort that South stand out? Yeah, it's weird. Huh? Um, I wanted to ask you very quickly, mate, as well, about the England squad. Um, so uh, so Rashford, Sancho and Kyle Walker have all been left out. There's a few new names in there. Sancho has been left out. Sancho. So Sancho, Rashford and Kyle Walker left out. Let me out. guess, right? Luke Shaw's in. Out, but Grealish is in. Grealish in. Uh, yep. Because he's been terrible. Yeah, and Sancho's in. really. Rashford, I can understand. Sancho, yeah, I'm surprised don't. Sancho didn't get in. Yeah. I, I gotta be honest. There you been very good. Yeah, don't understand it. So, the strikers, so the people who have got in in front of Sancho are Tammy Abraham, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, Saka, Emil Smith Rowe, and Raheem yeah. Sterling. I don't, I don't think Sterling... don't screw with any of them, but uh, well, it Sterling's not been playing, there. Sterling's not been playing. But you know that's Gareth Southgate's man, so he's going to pick him whatever whatever happens. And Grealish has been terrible, mm. terrible. Hundred million pound. Imagine he played for United. Hundred million pound, two or three goals. <laughs> been crap. Oh, so, what was the bet you had with one of the viewers um, about 
Harry Kane because he scored a couple of goals lately. And I was thinking the other day, I can't remember what the bet was and who it was with. From what it was one of the first shows we did of the season, you had a bet that he would score two goals or or not two goals, a certain amount of goals in the season. And if if you were right, um, or if he was right, sorry, you were going to send him. What did I say? He, he, what did I say? He will score. No, you said he won't score. I can't remember what it was. I'd have to go back and have a look. But um, I don't know how many goals he scored this season. I think you said under twenty goals this season. And, what's and whoever it was said that he would, but I, I'd have to go back and check it to be honest, unless they're in the chat now. Um, and then they can obviously claim it. But um, I don't know how many goals he scored this season. Um, I don't think he scored anywhere near that sort of that mark 12 goals he's got this year so far. So, I mean, it's not very good for him, is it? But I mean, it's not terrible. No. So, so who, who, who do you have the bet with? I don't know. I'll have to look back and see who it was. Someone might remember. Um, Will Melu has got a counterpoint on Sancho. He says Sancho has been average at best this season. He's done okay the last few weeks, but too little, too late for this England squad. I disagree with what, that. What, what, just what about Grealish? Yeah, Grealish has been average. You go, what you go on form. Yes, he wasn't great a month ago, but he's in form now. <laughs> I think Sam. I think Sancho has been decent since. Probably Christmas. I think no, he's got grind. In the last better. six weeks, he's he's a different player. He's obviously fit. He, he's lost he a play more. Pounds. Yeah, he's been totally different player. Because I was like, "Who is this kid? He's crap." Mm. But no, in the last six weeks, I've been really impressed. Being one of the best he's players because he's, he's fit and he's ready. He's you know he's, he's ready to go. Come back pre-season, he wasn't fit. It took him a bit to get get going, but now nah, I'm having him now. He, he looks decent, quick on his feet. But then we said goals. Um, we said players, the managers have got their favourites, haven't they? Like and 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 uh, Southgate has got his favourites. He yeah. likes Raheem Sterling. He likes Luke Shaw. He likes John Stones. Um, he likes Henderson. And Maguire I think all of those, all of those, Maguire yeah, in there. Yeah, Maguire, Luke Shaw, and John Stones all in. Yeah, so. Grealish has been garbage. So Sterling's, not even, been terrible. Sterling's not even played. Sterling hasn't played. Grealish has been terrible. Maguire's been terrible. Luke Shaw's been terrible. Um, you've got Ben White, I think, has had a good season. Trent Alexander-Arnold's had a good season. Connor Cody's had a good season. And then Jordan, you've got... Jordan Henderson is either. Yeah. Um, Ward Prowse, Declan Rice, Mason Mount, all Jude good Bellingham. seasons. Bellingham, yeah, good season. How's Tammy Abraham doing in? Um, I think he's doing all right. You know, I think he's getting some few goals for him. But yeah, who, who else have they got? They usually You've have. Got a, usually got, it's either him or Dominic Calvert-Lewin, and he's not doing so well at the minute. Calvert-Lewin's not in the side, um, so they got no, Emil Smith Rowe. Um, and... oh, but for forwards, they need forwards, don't they? There's only yeah, Harry, so... McKay, Harry Kane. Who else? Um, Tammy Abraham, Harry Kane, Emil Smith Rowe would be the three I would look at, and then you've got like Saka, Sterling, Sterling. Grealish, Foden. It's, yeah. it's a weird one, um, yeah. but then they have picked a couple of younger players, like they've picked um, Mark. I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Mark Gui, 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 Gui. Don't know. Plays for Palace. Um, 20, 21 year old defender for Palace, and he probably deserves his space, but he's been called up for those friendlies. Um, and he was born in Ivory Coast. So I would say part of that is probably they want to get him, um, you know, 
they want to get a ca- get him capped, I would imagine, so that he can't change allegiance like uh, Wilfred Zaha did. Um, but yeah, it's only friendlies anyway for the England squad. I was just surprised, not so much surprised. Like, I wasn't necessarily shocked that they left out Rashford and the others. I was more shocked that they left in Grealish, Maguire, and Luke Shaw. I just thought that was quite weird. But, you know, is what it is. Is what it is. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Um, Rangers mate, 3-0 in the first leg uh, against Red Star Belgrade. Um, that is a cracking... Uh, sorry, I got that completely wrong. So basically, yeah, because well, Rangers won 3-0 in the first leg, they won 4-2 on aggregate because of the second leg, which means the Rangers are through to the, is it the semi-finals of the Europa League. Do you think there's any way they win that? You never know. You never know. They, they seem, seem to, be... to keep going and going. Yeah, there's some, there's some decent size at, at the end though, isn't there? So, um... Should we go into the last eight draw? So they're into the quarterfinals. I'm just looking who's left in. Barcelona are in there. Some big sides still left in there. So Yeah, but yeah. although Barcelona are not through, they're two one up against Gallo. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> uh West Ham game still going on. They Sevilla one 0 up on aggregate. Yes, see Seville as well. Leverkusen. Yes, there's uh, some decent Atlanta sides in there, too. but mm. yeah, they're doing well so they're punching above the weight at the minute, so but then Monaco have just gone out to Sporting Braga. So yeah, just because you're in there, it doesn't you don't have a divine right to win it. No, it can happen. So, um, yeah, I'm interested in that. Um, I've got to talk, last thing on United, before we move on to the championship, um, to finish this off. Thomas Tuchel, rumours, picking up pace, mate. I brought it up to you last week. You said no chance. There's more and more people talking about it because of his relationship with Ralph Reniak. And Chelsea's obviously going through a, well, they're going through. You said last week you wouldn't even consider it because it's hypothetical and you don't think there's any chance. As it's gathered a little bit more pace, would you can would you have him if he was Who? offered? Who? Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel. Because of his relationship, basically because of his relationship to Ralph Raniak and the. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see. It. I, really, I I'm think he's, sure he's a good. Fit. It, it could be. It could possibly happen. I'd take him. Don't get me wrong, but I just mm. don't see it because what what he, he seems seems to really really love Chelsea and and, and really be happy there. So that's why I don't but see it. it. I guess it comes oh, down to what reports today that someone's put a bid in. So I see it being sold by the end of the season, mate. This will be all done and dusted. But I thought they can't because it's frozen. I didn't think they could sell. Behind the scenes, they're trying to figure out, you know, they can get it so quickly. And you know, they want this done and dusted quickly, don't want it dragging on, do they? Yeah, they've got to sort it by the summer, haven't they? When this, yeah, exactly. when this so, um, season's over, you know, there's a lot of people to... employed by Chelsea, and it's just, just in limbo at the minute, aren't they? So, yeah, because um, the thing is, 
if the FA and the government don't allow them to sell in the summer, there's a good chance that Chelsea won't play football next year because yeah, they gave them they've given this dispensation only till the end of the season. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. No, I don't think. Well, like Chelsea, just don't see on it. paper. Yeah, I don't see it. It'll, get, it'll, be, it'll be so. It'll be, I reckon it'll be sold by the end of the season. Before the end of the season, it'd be done. Not many people have got as much money as money, money talks. When you when when the UK government are giving going to be given a billion pounds to to help Ukraine from that mm. sale, they want it done quickly, mate. Trust me. You'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Let's have a little look at the championship, mate, to finish off. Um, guys, if obviously if you've got any questions, please do send them in. Always, uh, always happy to answer your questions on this, that, and the other. By the end of the end of the show, it's been another busy one, another productive one. Um. Let's have a look. Championship football. Um, another tremendous result for Cardiff City, may I add. Um, another victory, especially after going 1-0 down uh, versus Stoke. Um, Steve Morrison doing a tremendous job. I don't know where, whatever he is drinking down there, he's giving it to those young players and they're doing a job for him. They clearly, they want to play for him. And um, he's completely turned the season around. And you or to me, I still say that January window has changed the game for him completely. Um, to 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 go where they from where they were to where they are is remarkable. Um, so we'll go on to Derby Watch first. So we got uh, Derby County, mate. A mixed week, not a great week for them. Um, Peterborough lost to the Jacks, which is obviously beneficial to Derby. Um, but then you had obviously Barnsley beat uh, Bristol last week, which obviously is uh, a, a a bit of a blow to him. We've uh, we've chopped and changed a little bit on Derby. We've kind of always said that we think they'll stay up, but it did look like they were having a tricky period. Where do you stand on it now? Just do, do you think they're kind of in a good position to stay up, or do you think there's a bit more pressure on them now? Um, there's, there's still a little bit more pressure on it, isn't there? But um, you know, let me have a look. Derby, you know, Barnsley have picked up a result, haven't they, as well? But um, you know, there's still what? There's only eight games left now, so there are eight games left, and they're, they're basically two wins behind. Reading mm. have got a game in, and Barnsley have got a game in, but they've got to win them games. So still all to play for. They've got they've got to win. Two games in a week, haven't they? Got to win Saturday, Wednesday, you know, and bring it within striking distance. And when they're in striking distance, you know, you never know. Let me have a look at the who's got weekend. Who's Derby? You've got Coventry at home. Play early kickoff. Um, Reading have got Blackburn. Oof. And who, That's a difficult Bar- one. Barnes, you've got Sheffield United away. Two difficult games. See, so what Derby need to do is obviously get a. Get their results. Yes, if Derby win that one, puts the pressure yeah. on the other two, doesn't it? Puts the pressure on the other two, and then and who have they got in the week? Oh, they have not got a game in the week. It's obviously been Saturday, Saturday at the minute. So yeah, yeah but it's um, it's going to go down to the wire, isn't it? Yes. Oh yes, right down to the wire. Fulham lost a game of football, mate. Finally, uh, they lost to West Brom. Um, West Brom, who generally haven't got a great deal to play for, but um, at least like Fulham are human as they uh, coast to the championship. For, uh, you, you say that they're only six points behind 
playoffs. West Brom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's still a chance, isn't it? But I just think they're underachieving for what they are doing. You know where they should be with the squad. Yeah, you, got you'd, ex- you'd expect you'd, you, you probably, they probably half expected a new manager come in. The results change straight away, and it gives them a little stop. It's not happened, does it? Mm, yeah, hundred percent, mate. Um, Fulham just look like they're coasting a bit now. You know yeah. they're eleven points clear. Um, Autopilot. I like Bournemouth. If Bournemouth don't go up automatically, they deserve shooting. The fact that oh, they've I, got think they'll, I think they'll four go up, games you know, in hand or three games yeah, in hand. No, we're talking about the top of the table now. Mm. They've got three games in hand, so the top of the table, you know, they mostly win their games. So even if they win one and draw one, that'll put them seven points in front. Yeah, of, of someone who is even remotely close to him is Huddersfield from sixty-three. So yeah, Bournemouth and, and Fulham have by far have been the better sides. You know, big shout out to Scott Parker getting promoted with Fulham, then going on to Bournemouth and again doing the same with a different team. That's yeah, not easy. A tremendous amount of credit for that, mate. Yeah. I um, I also think Luton. I really hope Luton make the playoff final. Um, their form this season has been unreal for a side who's got a pretty small squad, and you know a pretty well, small tight, stadium, a small squad. It's it's just... Millwall, Millwall are doing 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 all right, okay as well. You know, no one picked Millwall uh, last night apart from me. I did. No, you didn't. I did. Huddersfield. No, you didn't. Did I? I changed my mind then because I picked Millwall at first. Where did this feel too well? Must have gone back and changed it. Never change your predictions, see? Yeah. Damn it. Um, yeah, I said a couple of weeks ago, Millwall could be the club to make a late run for it. Just felt like they were gathering a bit of steam. Uh, oh, yeah, so Millwall time. beat Huddersfield. Huddersfield a third. So, no, oh, that's brought them 57. So that bring them six points behind Huddersfield with a game in hand. So, you know, it's, if you go down to... I would go down to probably West Brom. We've got a chance then, of getting the playoffs. Say, if you go to West Brom, surely you've got to include Blackpool as well. They're only a point behind. Yeah, you could even put, put Blackpool in there because they've got a game in hand as well. But you know that's that's that extra 50, 52. That puts them seven points. So it's just that extra point in it. Yeah, it's so close though, isn't it? The, yeah. the playoffs and the relegation is is just so as always in the championship. But you'd expect Huddersfield, Blackburn, and probably loot out of Luton and QPR. One of them's going to drop because even Forest had a good result again last night, and they've picked up again. They were on a good little run, weren't they? So Forest, um, Middlesbrough, Sheffield United, all good sides in and around it. So it's going to go to a while, isn't it? I wanted to talk, as someone just mentioned in the chat, Will just mentioned in the chat, um, Harry Arter um, has uh, gone on loan to, I think, Notts County till the end of the season, in which is crazy to me. Like, obviously, he was with Cardiff, um, with Bournemouth, then he went to Forest and he... Apparently, the main reasons he's gone away from Forest is he just wasn't getting anywhere near the matchday squad, which is quite a fall from grace because he was really good for Cardiff. Um, you know, like what two seasons ago or a season ago, he was very good, and then all of a sudden, it's just kind of things have not gone well for him. I think he's picked up a few injuries. And look, he needs to play football, and if he's not going to get it at Forest, then it makes sense go out to Notts County. And just play some games to finish the season, come back from the summer then nice and fit and sharp. But I mean, Forest could be in the Premier League if they get to the playoffs. So 
It's um, let's have a little. Leslie's just asked um, Rod, do you think Middlesbrough will make the playoffs? So I'll tell you what, let's do a little prediction now as we stand. Which four teams do you think are going to be in the playoffs come the end of the season? Uh, Huddersfield, Blackburn. I'm going to say Forest. I want Middlesbrough to go in, but I reckon Forest. Forest and Luton. I think QPR might drop out. Yeah, I think Huddersfield, Blackburn, Luton, and then... It's either Forest or Middlesbrough, isn't it? Forest, Middlesbrough, possibly Millwall would be the three I'm looking at. I just think with Millwall... Forest, well, I only say Forest because Forest have got that extra game in hand. So if they win that extra game in hand, they'll go 61 points, they'll go fourth. Mm. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard. Out of all them, well. Forest has got a game on them all. So, and some, some of them has got... So Forest have got two games on Blackburn. So, yeah. Yeah, I fancy um, Forest. Rob Boyle just said, come on, are we not going to talk more about the South Wales derby? So there's two things on that, Rob. One is is there's nothing to play for in terms of both teams are not going down and not neither are going to make the playoffs. So we've got to talk about the other clubs first. And second of all, I'm doing a whole show on it, um, which is being done next week. So you'll get that instead because like it's difficult because obviously we have people watching from all different clubs and stuff and they don't just want to talk about United and they don't just want to talk about Cardiff and it's just we'll kind of answer the questions. But if you ask us a question specifically about the South Wales derby, we will answer that question. So that's what I can say. Um, someone asked a question. Where's the question gone? Oh, yeah. Uh, Craig Sullivan says, what do you think of Salford City's this season? Thought they'd be pushing for promotion, but mid-table. So is that a bad season for them? It is for his bet. Bad for Terrible. Bet. Well, Terrible season. I Terrible. Think, um, they should be getting promoted. The wage bill and the money that they're putting out, they should be getting promoted. It's a bad season, but it's probably the only... You know, they're due a little wake-up call, you know, reset. Uh, it's not as not it's just as easy just bowling these leagues over and winning leagues. It's not as easy as that, and then they know that anyway. But um, doesn't help changing manager after manager. Had three managers in a year, year and a half. Um, so yeah, they'll just have to wait and see. But you know, I see if they don't get a good start next week, next year, it'll, if it, if it, they don't change at the end of the year, they'll probably change it again. So yeah, it's just. Uh, just need to get this season out of the way and then and just go again next season because I'm pretty sure that they would have been expecting to get promotion and nowhere near it. Yeah, and I think they've because they've bolted through all the leagues in the non-league, they kind of just kept going and going, didn't they? And they were able to just spend money. Yes, and then when they come in, the managers bring in players. It was like a turnover of everything, wasn't they? All the time. But now they've hit that level where it's all professional clubs. It's all. Yeah. Not easy. A lot of well run. All right, you're you, you throwing money about and you're bringing these players in. You've still got to gel them. You've seen it. You've seen it over and over again. You've seen it at United. You can't just bring in decent quality players. You have to have. It's all about team. You know, each individual doing their job collectively for a team. So, yeah, and it's uh, you know, yeah, mid table, but like I say, that they would have been expected to be up the top, and um, yeah, it's just. Not to answer the question, not good. 
three out of ten for the season, which is unacceptable. How much? How different is how 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 um, how much bigger is their wage bill than say? But I know Newport County and all the other clubs in that league too. Oh, you know, it's probably the top uh, top payers in the league, if not the top three. I would expect. So, so where, if, with, with that, you'd expect them to be up there and up there and thereabouts. You know, so top, you got the top three of Forest Green, Northampton, and Newport County. Yeah, they're the top three at the moment. And oh, South I need City. to I need to I need to look at let me have a look at the clubs. So the clubs so the, the, the clubs that, that think can be spending the big money. Bradford, you know, Mark Hughes bringing Mark Hughes in. Yeah. Older. Uh, Leighton Orient had a few quid. I don't know what's happened to them. Uh yeah, but yeah, I can pretty sure looking at that league, Salford City would be the highest paid paid uh, team That's what in I that league. Oh so, yeah, I asked you. So and then, from and from to be eleventh, yeah, it's not good. So you know, mate, if you go in, if you look at League One just very quickly, and you look at some of the massive teams in there, like Sunderland and all that, like where would say if you put Salford Salford City in there? Well, no, you they, they, well, you, you, they've got. How a, would they, their wage bill compare to the League One sides? I like, the big ones. I mean, well, it, it'd, be, it'd be around about mid. But then once they go in the league, they're going to put more in, aren't they? So it's going to go up. Yeah. So then you're not going to be anywhere near like Sunderland or Ipswich or Bolton or Charlton or, you know, these get, these get big, big crowds. Salford only getting two and a half, two thousand. So these are big, big crowds. Even Doncaster, you know, Fleetwood, they've got a few mm. quid. So Oxford United. No, it's a nice part of the world. They'll have a few quid there. Wickham. No, probably Salford on the, on the part of, of, of Wigan. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's a bad season for them, 100%. Um, well, Rotherham's just, in there as well, Rotherham United. They, they've, you know, these are getting 10, 12,000 people. Salford, 2,000, 2,500 tops. FC United get more. Is that right? Yeah. Some weeks, so, FC United get more. Last thing on Salford then. Uh, Rob says, "What's their long-term aspirations into it with Salford?" Well, they move. They move soon to the Salford, the Salford Rugby Stadium, and that's another fucking issue that you don't get me started on. Because have they done that to get more fans in there, or have they done that to save money, or have they done more that? fans? It's a five-thousand-seat stadium; they're not filling it. And so now they're moving out of now. Now they're moving out of Salford to move to Trafford. It's right next to the Trafford Centre. Barton Bridge. As you go over Barton Bridge, you can see it. It's in Trafford. It's not Salford. It's miles away. It's a nightmare to get to, and it was just like, yeah, it's it's miles bigger, miles bigger, and it's just it's a better ground because obviously they've had to build on Moor Lane, which Moor Lane was falling to pieces. You know, it was hundred right. years old, and it just had one little shitty stand. So. But, and now they're obviously going to switch to the rugby guys who go to the football, and and then the, the the football guys will go to the. But the Sale Sharks play there as well, so I don't know how it's going to work with Sale Sharks. And I don't know. I think Sale Sharks are building their own ground. I'm not sure, but at the minute, Sale Sharks partner it with, with Red Devils. Pardon? 
Sounds like a bit of a shambles, all in all. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, yeah. It, the perfect area is where the old Salford Rugby League ground was, but that not got knocked down about ten years ago. It was right in the middle of Salford, in the Willows, Weast, right in the middle, the heart of Salford, where it is now. It's like on the outskirts of Salford, near town, uh, Presswich, Jewish area, uh, Heaton Park. It's out of the way. It's still a class certain in Salford, but it's right out of the way. It takes eight. Because Salford, people don't realise how big Salford is. Salford's a city, you know, a city inside a city. It's, mm. it's quite big, Salford. You know, Swinton, Pendlebury, Eccles, Clifton, it's massive. So it's a big area. And this part where the ground is, it's out of the way. So, yeah, it's, mm. it's not in the middle of Salford, but the Perth, when, when the Willows, where the, the Salford rugby ground, it was right in the heart of Salford. That would have been the perfect area, but obviously that's not going to happen now. So I'm sure that hasn't gone down well with the Salford City fans, then, I'd imagine. Um, well, the, I the, gotta... you know, the, 10 years ago, well, I was manager there. So they were getting 150 mm. people, 200 people. So, you know, they've got they'll fo- the new fans will follow them wherever they go. And, and I'm pretty sure the old fans will, will go because they're a loyal bunch, even though there's not many. They'll go wherever the team goes. Yeah. It's a weird one. And they, they um, change I'm... the colours of the strip, they're moving the ground. It just all. Oh, Straights to black, and I used to hate the f- color of the. We used to wear tangerine orange. I used to hate it, but over the years, you start to you learn, you, learn to, you get used to it, and you learn to love it. And then when you change it to red, it proper pissed me off. Oh mate, it's that um, it's giving me PTSD and flashbacks to when Cardiff decided they were going to do all that sort of shit. <laughs> Woo! Was not happy, Bunny. Breaking news: it's called um, the Bluebirds, but we're going to go to red. Yeah. Stupid. So um, there's people saying in the chat that the Newcastle Everton game, which is going on now, some knobhead has attached himself to the goalposts, and there's about 20 stewards trying to remove them. Look <laughs> out! Jesus Christ! Um, what? What are you doing that for? I'm not sure. I'm trying to bring it up on Twitter or something to see what's going, what's going on. Um, yeah. So it just looks like you can't really see him. Um, they're getting the bolt cutters, so he's handcuffed himself to it. Um, Big, uh, the biggest set of bolt cutters I've ever seen has been brought onto the pitch. Yeah. But if you look at so him, there's, he looks... a, so there's a surprise bolt croppers to hand in Liverpool. So what's he got? He's got like a cable tie around his neck, by the looks of it. Uh, the guy's a balloon. Watch him when I get home. Yeah, this is bizarre. Um, at least Amazon is showing it all instead of cutting away from it like Sky does and BBC do. You know, at least you know what's going on. Um, Borough makes Borough fan makes a phenomenal point. Sunderland get thirty thousand fans every week. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You, you know just can't I mean? compete with that kind of stuff. He's out apparently, and he's attacked. He's been taken off the posts. Frog um, marched out. Here's a question for you from Craig. I knew that I was going to stir up some. Um, some feelings when I said that I was going to kind of not talk too much about the derby on tonight's show because I'm doing something special for it. But um, he says, um, Si, there's everything to play for as we cannot afford to lose. Here's the question. With all the lone players who are at Cardiff going back to their uh, home clubs over this break, will they... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. They miss out on the derby buzz and preparation. Um, I think they will to a certain degree. But also, they, they'll be back in time. Like, they're going to be in for training, aren't they, in the few days before the game, the week before the game. So, they'll, you, know, you will get weekend. it. Uh, I haven't looked at the fixtures, mate, this week, so I couldn't tell you. Um, Cardiff Swansea is on the 2nd of April. I know that much. It's um, no Cardiff, I haven't got a game this weekend, but it looks no, no. I'd assume that's because of the Wales game on the Monday, isn't it? Oh, they might have uh, drawn against someone who's in the FA Cup, FA Cup on the weekend. Yeah, it's international break, isn't it? So it's um, because they've got Wales players in the Welsh squad. Okay. Um, so they no game. So yeah, the look. Of course, there's everything to play for in a, in a derby game. It's going to be fierce. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be all those things. And I didn't mean to kind of undersell it. I just meant that in terms of this show, we're trying to cover as much stuff as possible. Um, if people ask questions about it, of course, you know we'll go to them and stuff. But um, uh, yeah, I think. They're back for the week before, aren't they, or the days before the derby. So they are still going to get that kind of, they're going to be in and around the club for the days coming into it. But yeah, you do miss out, I suppose, with an international break. There would be a lot of talk of the derby, wouldn't there, in the, in the couple of weeks before it. And yeah, I kind of understand the logic in thinking that. Um, Leslie says, tell Rodri to look at the table again, because if Middlesbrough beat Blackburn, they will go fourth because they've got a game in hand. Um, yeah, but Forest have got two games. That means they'll go. So what was it? Middlesbrough play Blackburn. If they win their game in hand, yeah, they go ahead of Blackburn. But yeah, like you say, if Forest win their games in hand. But they've got like two say, games in hand, yeah. If oh. Forest and Middlesbrough win those games in hand, it suddenly becomes really interesting because Blackburn and you know, they're all going to shunt down a couple of places to to allow Forrest and um, Middlesbrough. But, mid, you know, they're Middlesbrough and Forrest will be in the top top four. So, uh, top six, sorry. <clears throat> so, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be an interesting in that championship one in mad luck. Because anyone can anyone in that league can beat anyone on their day. So, it's like, it's the hardest league to predict. And I just think you cannot write off any of those teams from West Brom. It's, it's going to go on the way because they all beat each other, don't they? So, yeah. And if they... More consistent, you know, the most consistent ones are, are Bournemouth and Fulham. You can see that, but... Um, if yeah. the last day... So, the last day of the season is on Saturday, 7th of May. Um, if everything's going down to the wire, then we'll probably do a watch-along like we did a couple of years ago. It was a midweek one then because of COVID, but... I think we'll definitely have a, a look at the doing a watch along for the championship last day of the season because it's just it's thoroughly enjoyable as uh, as it all goes all sorts of the places. Uh, Leslie wants prediction for Middlesbrough game, Middlesbrough versus Chelsea. When do they play? Saturday. When do Middlesbrough play Chelsea? Saturday. 
Is that this week, is it? Okay. Is it this week? I thought it was the week after. Right, okay. This week. Um, FA Chelsea have withdrawn their FA Cup request. (laughs) Funny stuff, that is. Um, I think... (sighs) Yeah, this week, Middlesbrough, Saturday, quarter past five. Okay, then, predictions. Um, I'm going to go with... 2-1. 2-1. So Middlesbrough, so sorry, Stan. Middlesbrough and Forest are not playing, so they'll have more games in hand. So yeah. if the teams above them don't win, they're gonna well, have that's given three games in hand, two games then, yeah. So because Middlesbrough and Forest are both in the FA Cup, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, you're right there. So there's gonna be a, even more games in hand. So yeah, those teams in and around them, the Lutons, the Coventries, the West Broms, the the Blackburns, they've all got to win on Saturday. Yeah. So it's gonna be so interesting how that develops. Always play Liverpool Sunday, yeah. Going to be beautiful. Um, so I'm going to. I tell you what, we'll do. Should we do just? We'll just do some FA Cup predictions and let's have a look at the FA Cup to finish. Why not? Um, but we'll start with Middlesbrough Chelsea, mate. What's your prediction for that? I'm going two one to Middlesbrough. An upset. No, no. Three uh, one. Chelsea. Is it? Yeah. I just think Middlesbrough have beaten United. They've beaten Tottenham. Yeah, and I think got you know, and I think Thomas Tuchel will have that and say, "Look, if we're not on it, this is what's going to happen." You'd think so? so yep. Yeah. And um, I'll be there. Yeah, I do. Okay. I think Chelsea yeah. will, will come away comfortably winners. Depending on what sort of side they play as well. If they rest too many players, that could also. I don't. I don't see them rest any players. You wouldn't think so. Uh, Palace versus Everton at Palace. I'm going for Palace three one. Palace um, a, two nil. We had a we had a question about Everton, which I'll get to to finish now. Um, Southampton versus Man City. Go four four two Man City. I'm gonna go Southampton two one. There we go. And then finally, Nottingham Forest versus Liverpool. I'm gonna go with two all. In 90 minutes. Uh, I think no Liverpool go there with a weaker side and Forrest will do them over. I think it'd be... I do think Liverpool will play a, a very... 3-2. 3-2 Forrest. There you go. 3-2 Forrest. Yeah, I'm going two all in a, in, in 90 minutes. Um, Chelsea also travelled home as well from Champions League. It's only France, though, isn't it? So, Rangers got beat tonight. Yeah, but they won on aggregate. Oh, right, they got through though, still, didn't they? Because they won 3-0 in the first leg. Took them through. Uh, So someone asked a question. I think it was Craig said, do you think Everton will get relegated? I apologise if it wasn't you, Craig. Um, I think they're going down. Yeah, I do Um, as well. Have you seen the fix? We've talked about this. The fixture list is is a shocker. It's insane. Next five five games, they've got United, Liverpool, Chelsea... Where are they? 17. Oh, my God. They're only a point above the relegation the next, zone now. Next, next five or six games, they've got Liverpool, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal, Leicester twice. They've got to play all the top sides oh, in, the next ga- in the next few games. So, who's their games in hand against? They got Because they've got two games in hand against Leeds, who are above them, and Watford, who's below them. Yeah, but you have to win these games, don't you? Yeah, of course. I just wondered who the actual games in hand were going to be against. Are they in the FA Cup? Is that going to distract them with the games behind and playing them? I, 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 I said it last week. I don't see them surviving it. 
it, they've not got no experience in manager of uh, being in this kind of situation as a player or as a manager. They haven't got the cat type of players that they rolled the sleeves up. Not what I'm seeing. You need to, to to fight now every single game to claw to scrap to run every yard and fight. And I don't see it. Don't they see got it. a pretty young team as well. Looking at it, they got an experienced goalkeeper in bet. So like I'm looking at the eleven that they've got playing tonight against Newcastle. They got Begovic in goal. They got um, Michael Keane in defence. He's pretty. Those two are pretty uh, experienced. Then you've got Holgate. He's played a lot of games, I suppose. Seamus Coleman. So they've got a pretty uh, experienced defence. But then you've got like Iwobi, uh, Damari Gray. Like They're not players that I would necessarily think are going to work their nuts off to keep you in the league. No, no disrespect to them. Very skillful footballers. I'm just not entirely sure that they're... Do you know what I mean? Like those players who are going to bleed for you to make sure you stay up. Looking at that side, you're totally right. That it, No, like, sc- proper, like, scrappers. Like. Uh, like, Coleman, yes. Uh, Keane, Keen. Holgate. Keane, he's got a mistake in him. Gray, yes. A will be. I really like Damari Gray. I think he's a phenomenal. I think he's going to go on. Yeah, Damari really Gray, yeah. Popular. A little bit. Yeah. Got energy, but not great. Gordon, young and up-and-coming, good player. Richardson, yes. But these them are going to roll the sleeves up and get stuck in. You know, Gray and Decore. I mean, Allen and Decore. Yes, so... Tricky, mate. I think they're going yeah. down, mate. Then you've got on the bench, you've got Calvert-Lewin, Townsend. You know, what's happened to... Rondon, Deli Alley, where's Van der Beek gone? Yes, don't see it. Deli Alley, what has happened to him? Has he played for Everton yet? Since he moved he's on the bench, on the bench. But has he has he come on at all? Yeah, he comes on. Yeah, comes on for a jog about. Keep fit. Yeah, mate. I I I said that there was question marks over Lampard. I've said it for a while, and then um, people were just like. <sighs> Buying into it a little bit, like quickly. <laughs> this is a picture. This is stupid, man. What, what was he protesting? Does anyone know? Uh, this guy at the like, Everton game. He's got cable tie around his neck. Yeah, he's, he's a nutter. Especially doing that in Liverpool. You're mad. You're getting stamps on now in the back by the police. Well, it's funny enough, do you know that picture you've just shown? And there all the stewards are around him as he's like tied to the post. He looks he looks quite calm. They look like they want to rip his head off. Yeah. It's all crowded around him. Like. Um but Newcastle, I got it on with the sound off now. And uh, Newcastle look like they're outplaying him. Uh, so go and watch yeah. the what on it when I get home. Yeah, it's on Amazon, mate. Um right, guys and girls, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to have you join us. Slightly longer show than normal, but that's all right. We don't mind that. Answer the questions. Talked about as many things as possible. As always, it's been a pleasure, mate. Appreciate your time. And uh, we'll be back next week for another episode. Um, tomorrow night, i got a show, an uh, exclusive show out with the multi-award winning music artist, rapper, and more, uh, Murkage. And that's out at eight o'clock tomorrow night. It's a really interesting chat um, about how he turned his life around through music and just all talking about all different things, life 
um, fatherhood. Oh, it's just a really good chat. And um, I'd urge you to check that out. But uh, that's how 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Danny Batten Fight Show is on Monday this week, not Sunday, because uh, my son's birthday. So, uh, guys, take care. See you soon. Jobless. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.